Listen, all you New Yorkers. is the 77 WABC minicast. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, we're just coming in that President Biden will be going to Israel right there in the middle of the war zone coming on Wednesday. And then afterwards, he is expected to go to nearby Jordan and meet with Mideast leaders. This is very pivotal. And of course, the stakes could not be higher. It comes as we are getting word that Hamas is saying it is holding anywhere from 200 to 250 hostages and is starting to put out videos with some of the hostages. There's one of a 21-year-old Israeli girl where you see that her arm is hurt. It's because family says that she was shot when she was abducted. And she is saying, please bring us home safely. You could tell that Hamas is trying to up the ante. The good news is she was alive, at least when that video was taken. We're also getting word tonight that now the State Department is saying not 13, but potentially 15 or more Americans are unaccounted for and could potentially be hostages. How complicated is this going to be? How treacherous and how difficult is it? And do you think we will be able to get the hostages out, especially our Americans? There are reports that as many as 2,000 American troops could be in the vicinity very soon. They say they're there for medical reasons, maybe a little bit more. Maybe there'll be special ops and a whole bunch of other things. Because now it has been 11 days since Hamas's brutal onslaught against Israel. Israel over the weekend saying that it is gearing up what it looks like for a ground incursion at any moment. We see tanks amassing thousands upon thousands, hundreds upon thousands of reservists getting lined up there right near Gaza. And also some action from the north now with Lebanon firing in a few shots and Hamas and Iran saying if Israel goes in on the south, if they go into Gaza, then Hamas saying that Iran and Iran pledging the same, that they will probably step in. And that's why this is such a dangerous, difficult time in the world. Where do you see all this headed and what do you make of the fact that President Biden is going to go now to Israel on Wednesday. It will certainly send a powerful message. However you feel about the president, it definitely, I think, is a strong message of support to show, at least publicly, he is clearly supporting the Israelis. I think behind the scenes, we're hearing word that he's telling others to go slow, that Israelis should be kind of being careful about civilian casualties, Be careful what they do in Gaza. And listen, nobody wants to see civilian casualties. On the other hand, Hamas has had safe harbor there in Gaza for a long, long time. And what they did to the Israeli people now about a week and a half ago will be seared into the memory of the world forever. The savagery, the butchery, some of the stories that we've heard coming out have just been downright frightening and continue to come where people can't even identify because 
there's so many body parts and just the savagery of what they did to babies, to women, and to others. And I contend Israel does have to go into Gaza, and they got to get the hostages, of course, first and foremost, but they also got to wipe out Hamas. They got to do it once and for all. It can't be like sort of tiptoeing in, and suddenly they got to pull back out. They have to have unfettered access to be able to take out the infrastructure of Hamas. It is pivotal. And there are reports that as many as about 150,000 Hamas operatives are in Gaza. They got to take them out. There are about 600,000 people that actually support Hamas in Gaza. But they certainly have to at least take out the infrastructure. Those are the key operatives and their facilities. And it's going to be tough because there are reports that they are using the Palestinians who they don't want to let them out of Gaza, using them as human shields. So this is going to get really tough and really difficult. But they have to do it, I contend, not just for Israel, but for the world. What are your thoughts, everybody, as we are now on the precipice? It looks like at least two days until the president of the United States will go over there. I say bravo. Uh, Do you think he'll be able to accomplish something? And what message does he need to send? He needs to make sure whatever he's saying publicly is exactly what he's saying privately. Can you imagine after 9-11, someone coming over to the United States and saying, you know, sit back, Uh, you know, let's let's do a ceasefire. Are you kidding me? Those people in that part of the world, that is the only thing they understand is strength. And Israel needs to wipe out Hamas once and for all. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. And by the way, in about 20 minutes or so from now, we are going to be speaking with Aviv Ezra. Aviv is the senior diplomat for Israel in New York to get his take on all the very latest developments that are happening over there in Israel and also what he thinks Iran's role is in all of this. I think they have their fingerprints all over it. They've had their fingerprints all over terrorism. And over the weekend, they were out there huggy-kissy with the head of Hamas. How can that be? How are they able to just sort of roam around publicly, show themselves hanging out, talking, and then suddenly Iran comes out with this ultimatum to the United States and to the world saying, Israel, don't you dare go into Gaza or else we may have to step in. And also saying, hey, maybe we can uh, get you know some of the hostages to you if you agree to stand back, which Israel simply cannot do. They must complete it right now. Otherwise, Hamas is just going to rear its ugly head all over again. And they will take advantage of this situation. Israel knows this is a pivotal moment and they have to do something. Here is President Biden, by the way. Last night he was on 60 Minutes. We're going to get to some of the stuff that he said uh, later because some of it was kind of all over the place. But here is his message to Hezbollah and to Iran when he was asked about it on 60 Minutes. There's limited fighting already on the northern Israeli border, and I wonder what is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Don't. Don't, don't, don't. Don't come across the border. Don't escalate this war. That's right. 
And speaking of border, uh, boy, there's been a lot coming across our border. A number of individuals, more than a dozen from Iran and more than a dozen from Syria in just the last two days or so coming across our southern border. I don't believe in coincidences. I think that's very odd. They're coming from, quote, the special interest category, which clearly is raising a lot of alarm bells. I'm glad at least they were stopped. But it just makes you wonder who else is here as the FBI is increasing the threat level and the concerns of here in the United States. And this is what Congressman Mike Gallagher has to say about this period, which is going to be very tenuous, not just for Israel, but for the world. This is a moment for America. This should be a wake up call moment. It is time for us to rearm, get serious and start leading the free world once again. But if we don't, if we stay divided at home, if we stay distracted and if we disengage from the world, then we will create an opportunity for China, Russia and terrorist sponsoring states like Iran to fill. And that will be a very dark and dangerous world. It's a world we don't want to live in. And he also has a message for President Biden regarding his handling of Iran. And the biggest action this administration needs to do that I fear they're reluctant to do is to abandon their Iran policy, their attempt to uh, increase Iranian influence in the region by pursuing the revival of the Obama nuclear deal with Iran at all costs. Until we fix that basic problem, we're going to be struggling with regional chaos because it, it gets all of our traditional alliances wrong. And so I urge the president to shift course when it comes to Iran, reimpose a policy of maximum pressure, because, of course, Hamas has benefited from Iranian training and largesse and funding for quite some time now. And yet, Our president continues to deny that Iran played any role in this attack. I mean, they're coming out and saying, we're going to hit you in the north if you go in the south. We could play a role in releasing the hostages. We know they're the biggest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. We know that they give more than 90 percent of the funding to Hamas. Uh, I find it hard to believe that Hamas would be able to plan this attack with the gliders and with the rocket launchers and all that stuff. Uh, And just, oh, somehow Iran has no idea what's going on. Uh, What, playing the reluctant debutante. Here is Biden. Take a listen, because this was interesting. He still seems to be in denial that Iran played any role in the most brutal attack on the Israelis since the Holocaust. Take a listen. I don't want to get into classified information, but to be very blunt with you, there is no clear evidence of that. At this point, no this evidence point. that Iran is behind any of this. Correct. Now, Iran constantly supports Hamas and Hezbollah. I don't mean that. But in terms of where they, did they have foreknowledge? Did they help plan the attack? There's no evidence of that at this point. There is no evidence at this point. He doesn't seem to even want to suggest that they may have played a role.